0: Hi everyone and welcome to the thirty first episode of the Mini Gaming Union podcast for Tuesday, the eighth of November. I'm your temporary host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren.
1: Hey. Yeah, that's
0: unfortunately it. No one else no one else is able to make this show, unfortunately, so it's just gonna be the two of us ranting and raving for well, get say a good half an hour.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So we hope you like it, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> we hope you don't get too bored with us just being the two of us but yeah
0: yeah we got we got plenty of talk we got plenty of things to talk about though so you know it's yes, not too did. bad we've no. got a ton of questions this episode which is also great so thanks for everyone who submitted questions mm-hmm. but before we talk about what is actually going to be in the show it's, i need to remind you all about the show in general it's good <laughs> okay so, just in case you don't know minigup is our community show for the gaming union network but it's also part of a podcast series called the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. Now, this is a podcast series which is a three-show um, deal. So you get Final Fantasy Union, Kingdom Hearts Union, and you get Minigup. And Minigup comes out on th- every three weeks, and the other ones are pretty much the same. The podcast is produced by Gaming Union and TweaksMusic.com. And if you're listening for the first time, it comes out on the iTunes Store as well as the Gaming Union Network, which is found at GamingUnion.net. Yay. So, our outline for today... We've got a short community response from the last episode and then we're going to jump onto our main topic which is the announcement of Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm. From there we're going to talk about um, wouldn't it be interesting if a new company entered the hardware industry and then we've got quite a few questions but the main one we're going to talk about is replay policies like what is our policy on replaying games. Let's do it. Before we jump into all of that, though, there is something else we need to talk about.
2: Okay.
0: And that is the launch of gamingunion.net version (gasps) 3.1. Sparkle. Yeah, so this was actually uh, not planned to take as long as it did. Um, We launched the new website in February, and then we were hoping to to run this one out around March or June. But, you know, as things go, development never takes as long as it should do. Um, And. You know we wanted to add a few more things to this version so not only is has it got a new aesthetic look which i, I think is rather swanky
2: <laughs> if you do say so yourself
0: yes um you know we've also added a temporary search bar because you know that a lot of people were very interested in the search and we've also added the members section which is hopefully going to lead the way for a wave of updates in the future
2: mm-hmm Yes, at least we didn't take as long as uh, some games, some game companies tend to take with their games <coughs> versus <laughs> 13.
0: <laughs> yes, although we don't know how long version 4 is going to take, if there is a version 4. I think we're just concentrating on version 3 for now.
2: Yeah, it's pretty. You can stay. Mm.
0: So in the coming weeks, I guess, um, we're going to be asking you guys for feedback about what exactly you want to happen from a community's perspective because um, you know, we're well aware that the community isn't as good as it could be. And we want to hear your feedback on that. So keep your eyes posted for more information about that in the coming weeks. And I'd also like to thank Ben for uh, trawling through the forums and picking out some of the topics that we're going to be talking about today.
2: Thank you, Ben.
0: Okay, so... We're just going to jump into our community response from last episode, and to remind everyone, if you want your responses to anything we talk about on this episode on the next show, then please look out for the thread in the podcast section of the Gaming Union website or on the on the forums in the podcast section. Just hit the add reply button, and you never know, your comment might be on the next show.
2: Just maybe. Yeah.
0: So, Lauren, do you want to read the feedback we had from the last show?
2: Sure. Um, this one is from Pujitsu. Who says uh, The show is actually very good Especially the whole Man Week thing I wish Link was in there Smiley face with tongue (laughs) Either way I also thought Colin's version of the Man Week theme was funny And I agree with Project Decade There are way too many First person shooters out there
0: Yeah Well I'm really glad that you liked Man Week
2: Yeah Yeah we're hoping to do like more of those in the future, like different types.
0: Yeah, that was a, uh, a brainchild of Colin and Adam. They both yes. came up with that, and then uh, we all did our own little things. I, I did my little feature about what it's like to play as uh, Kazuma.
2: And then I did my little um, cast list, so based off of the uh, top ten.
0: And, of course, Colin did his uh, wonderful drawing, which is on YouTube yes. if you want to look at it. He, yes. Uh, he um, recorded himself drawing it live
2: mm mm-hmm. and it features uh it features snake right and mm-hmm. big boss big boss okay big boss and Raiden. Raiden and uh Coltrane Coltrane okay
0: fantastic manly characters yes other than Raiden yes who is not manly in any way whatsoever and might not even be a man
2: well granted he has made he is primarily mechanical isn't he
0: not at that time
2: not at that time okay well anyway moving on
0: yes so our main topic for today's show is of course grand theft auto 5 yay it it had been rumored for quite a while there were a lot of um casting call leaks and stuff like that about the game but i think it was right at the end of october
2: Mm
0: -hmm. rockstar changed their website with a massive gta 5 logo and just put a date at the bottom of it
2: yeah it's kind of funny, though, like the day that they chose since they came out the day, same day as uh, Uncharted 3.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. Although it, it was also very funny because the, the day they did the teaser announcement was the same day that Battlefield 3 launched. And if you went on like social networking websites like Facebook and Twitter, everyone was just talking about Grand Theft Auto v, and No one was talking about Battlefield.
2: Yeah, it's kind of funny how they just kind of... Stole the spotlight from everybody. Maybe that was kind of their plan all along to just steal the spotlight from all the other big games coming out.
0: It's a risky one. Risky Although plan. I don't know
2: what they'll do when Assassin's Creed Revelations comes out. and Probably nothing. Probably nothing, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think they're done for now.
2: All right, good. Yeah, leave my Assassin's Creed alone.
0: Yeah. So if you haven't watched the trailer, I thoroughly recommend you go and do that because it revealed where the game is going to be taking place. Now, when Rockstar announced that the Grand Theft Auto Fire was going to be announced, um, loads of people were speculating about where it was going to be. And L.A. Mm. was one of the major locations.
2: Yeah, a lot of people also um, predicted that they would go back to San Andreas, which um, Los Santos was actually a part, I think, of It was one of San the three Andreas cities. Games. Yeah. But um, it's not necessarily San Andreas. It's just that section, Los Santos, which is, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's basically L.A. mm if, were, if it was to be a real city, it would pretty much just be LA. Um, the story is going to focus on a guy who I, I guess used to be a criminal and mm-hmm. he wanted to turn his life around. He wanted to just be a an honest guy and, you know, just st- have a family. Yeah. And um turns not out that really doesn't, doesn't really As work out. said,
2: on. not really, Oda. But, um, yeah, yeah, so... It seems pretty interesting. I mean, there's not a lot of information on anything that's going to happen with it, other than the fact that there will be online multiplayer. That's one thing that's for sure, is that online multiplayer will be coming back this time. But um I want to learn more about the character. But, like, I mean, of course, last time we had Nico Bellic, which was, um he was very different from the other ones. He was foreign, of course, unlike um Tommy Frissetti, who was... Like a a home Miami person. And um, I forget who it was in, in Grand Theft Auto 3.
0: He was just some guy.
2: He was just some guy, yeah. So I was kind of hoping that they would do a, a different nationality this time, like maybe Irish or something, but you never know.
0: Well, we I don't believe we actually saw the character in the trailer either.
2: Yeah, no, we didn't. We just heard his voice.
0: Well, it, it does seem though so this announcement hasn't pleased everyone. Uh, Project Decade on the forum said, eh, I don't even like Grand Theft Auto, but I'm always open-minded to games I don't like.
2: <laughs> I, I for one, am a very big fan of Grand Theft Auto. Um, ever since Vice City, I've been kind of addicted to the game, but that's only because it was Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Ray Odo played the main character, and I was very excited about that. But, yeah, to each their own. I know a lot of people aren't necessarily big fans of the series, but, you know...
0: I think it's strange because yeah, like, I played. I mean, obviously, I played the original Grand Theft Auto's when they were on the PC, and um, when they when Grand Theft Auto three came out, that was like whoa, mm. you know, it was it was such a massive change, and I think honestly, at the time, everyone just thought, you know, this is gonna suck because. It was a very, very predominantly 2D game.
2: Yeah, it was like top view, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like and, all down.
0: And, you know, they went to this 3D thing. And then I started reading reviews and everyone was just absolutely raving about it. So I went out and bought it. So reviews do influence people. <laughs> and um, I absolutely loved it. I didn't ever finish the Grand Theft Auto 3. It's one of the few games that I haven't actually finished from, from that era of gaming mm. that I played. Uh, I got Vice City, absolutely loved it. Got San Andreas. I got bored.
2: Yeah, I I didn't actually buy San Andreas because I was just so in love with Vice City. I didn't think that they could ever, they could ever surpass Vice City. So I just didn't. I just stayed away from San Andreas for some reason. But um, I did play Grand Theft Auto 4, and I thought that was like a lot of people were kind of um irritated about that one, primarily because it was like so much more realistic compared to the other games. But I don't know. I I remained open open minded about that game. I actually like. I really liked Nico Bellic. I don't know if I liked um <clears throat> I don't know if I liked the sort of um linearity about it, I guess. But that's kind of like with all Grand Theft Autos, like you kind of have the set like this is the ending that you get. And then this time around the they kind of played with it a bit so that like if you killed a certain person or if you didn't kill a certain person it would change the ending. So I'm wondering if they're going to have that this time a little bit more. Um, I would but... imagine
0: so. I mean, they, I think they've said that this time around, um, they're really gonna try and rework how the story is done.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 4 for me was another one. It was, I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as all the critics were saying it was because they were all just like saying this is one of the best games ever made, and I was just thinking nah. it's okay. Like you know, I can see, I can tell it's really, it's, I can tell it's good. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in terms of a sandbox game. It's pretty much one of the best examples ever made. But for me, the story just didn't... It just didn't connect. And I just... I felt that I I played through it because I felt I had to, not because I necessarily wanted to.
2: I felt like there was a lot of things that they could have expanded on, especially with, like... Um, <laughs> and this might just be because I'm a girl, but um, the dating... That was, uh, that was terrible. The dating, because you could only date two people. Like, I mean, you had you had the one that... Um, uh oh what was her name I don't
0: know but you're talking about the one that wasn't even it was fake yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. like I mean I just I I figured that I would be able to date with more people and also like the online dating thing was just like um I would email people back and then they would just be like oh no I don't want to go out with you because you're ugly and or like something bad about you and (laughs) I'm just like you know. Well, why have this feature in here if it's never gonna work? Like, come it,
0: on. I mean, it 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 was pretty much just done because the story needed it at a certain point. Yeah. So it was in there so they could make the story because you had to use the online dating at a certain point. Yeah. For the story, and you know you had to use the normal dating at a certain point because of the story. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it felt there's many in many ways it went backwards from what San Andreas was able to do because in San Andreas you obviously had like all the, all the gym stuff. Yeah. You could go to the gym. You could like change your character in, in major ways. It, it, yeah, it, for me, it felt like um, one step forward, two steps back, in terms but, of the gameplay and what it actually offered.
2: But I mean, like, I mean, Vice City was able to do it without the character customization. You know, like the, all they had. But um, I know, but Vice it's like, City was like
0: like Grand Theft Auto 3 was the test bed. Yeah. Vice City was an extension on that, and then San Andreas was like them just being able to do whatever they wanted
2: yeah but I feel like with games like Saints Row it's kind of complicated now to do that kind of thing because they're constantly going to be compared to each other yeah you know?
0: maybe that's why they went for the, the realistic route
2: yeah I I personally prefer the realistic route I, I kind of like having my set character I don't really mind about like changing my character if I want to change my character a ton I'll either play The Sims or Saints Row but for Grand Theft Auto I really am a fan of just the storytelling and the characters and so that's just my sort of thing about it the thing
0: that I'm interested about is that obviously it's set in Los Santos which is one of the three cities from San Andreas But they're also saying this is the biggest Grand Theft Auto to date.
2: Yeah, that's true, too, because Los Santos was only a small part. So how are they going to make it big if it's only a small part of uh, San Andreas? I I don't
0: know. Maybe they're just going to expand it, like, another way, like, out to a bit of Los Santos that we didn't ever see.
2: Well, it is is expanding. I mean, as we saw from the trailer, it's expanding into Vinewood, which is kind of an equivalent of um, Hollywood. So maybe it's not only in Los Santos. Maybe that's just where the person is from. And then it's going to expand more into, like um hollywood and stuff like that yeah because
0: i mean even liberty city which is where grand theft auto 4 was set you know they were they did expand a bit on because obviously the original grand theft auto 3 i believe was set in the same place and they just yeah sort of revisioned it and expanded a bit on it i guess that works
2: well anyways uh remus on the forum says uh still got the same boring graphics like grand theft auto 4 Excited at least a little bit better graphics since that i actually disagree i thought that the graphics weren't that bad from what i saw but
0: i i, mean. I think it's because like grand theft Auto 4 when it came out it pushed a lot a lot of people thought you know this is one of the best graphically looking games yeah to me you know we're now when this game comes out we're going to be four years later mm. and since then since grand theft Auto 4 has come out There have been a lot of games that have pushed things on a lot further. But
2: granted, Grand Theft Auto has never been one of the games for graphics. Especially, like, well, even with any of the other other series that Rockstar has produced. I mean, Bully. Bully, looking at that, it is pretty dated. I mean, like, the characters don't necessarily move along with the wording. Like, their mouths don't move along. They're kind of blocky. But that's just, you know, for me, that's just not important. I mean, if if the game has good gameplay, it's fine. I can still go back to Vice City and still have a good time even though that the graphics are a bit, you know, old, dated. But um I don't know. I just never I never expect graphics from Rockstar. I more expect really good gameplay. And I I
0: think it's more like they don't always have cutting edge graphics in like, you know, the people are not always going kind to of be fantastic. Obviously in LA Noir they they do. They've yeah. got the animations in there. Um, it's more that it's the overall picture that they are able to create. Yeah. Like, you know, the Grand Theft Auto 4 had so much going on in that city. Yeah. There was so much going on. And they were able to recreate that massive environment and still have a game that ran very, very smoothly.
2: And not really have any loading screens like Vice City.
0: No. I mean, if you compare Grand Theft Auto. To other sandbox games there is so much more packed oh in there. Oh my
2: gosh. Like even Dead Rising like Dead Rising 2 has so many loading screens like I just ah, they just made me so angry but then you go back to Grand Theft Auto 4 and there's like nothing. It's, it's just so nice.
0: Well anyway uh, the last comment we have is from One Sky One Destiny and they said the trailer looked fantastic it's amazing how much of a difference I've personally seen in the Grand Theft Auto franchise when the last Grand Theft Auto game I played was Vice City
2: Wow. Yeah, I yeah. mean if I haven't if I hadn't gotten um Grand Theft Auto 4 with my Xbox 360, I I I don't even know if I I probably would've been in the same boat as you. I probably would have just have played Vice City and that would have been that would have been it. But um yeah, I oh, I'm just so addicted to that game. I can't stop gushing. I just
0: um, I still remember the map perfectly as well.
2: It's just because so like good. you had the
0: massive villa in the middle, which yeah. was just amazing. Yeah. And then everything just went off from there. And like, you, if you went to the left, you had like the um, the, ice cream, was the ice cream. Yeah, bar, yeah,
2: the ice cream truck. And then you just went around selling drugs to people. And then, um, well, all the characters as well. Like Ken, Ken was so great. He was so so paranoid, and uh, um, just Phil Cassidy. Phil Cassidy was fun. They they just had really fantastic characters. Lance. I mean what? Lance. Oh, uh, Lance Van Stance. Yeah. He was good. Uh yeah, it's just I uh, can't get over that game.
0: Well, Grand Theft Auto 5 is apparently due out next year, which is pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's um, exciting. So I
0: guess probably we we shouldn't expect to hear any more until E3. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess so. We will, we'll probably see gameplay at E3 more than likely.
0: I would have thought so, yeah. So, so. exciting. I guess this next topic is related to E3 in some way, and it's a forum thread that was created by Axken, which uh, was about new companies in gaming, specifically hardware companies. And they said, with the Wii U being the first of the next generation of consoles coming out next year, Sony and Microsoft will certainly follow in the years to come after. But what if another company decides to enter the pool game like Microsoft did last year, or last generation? Take for example Apple. Do you think this is this would be? a thing for the future do you want it to happen what other companies do you think might jump on the gaming bandwagon
2: um I personally I I just don't want as long as the other companies don't deteriorate and become like Apple's like app games as long as they don't like sacrifice graphics and sacrifice everything you know and they don't just all become iOS games I'm fine with it but um you
0: know i was gonna say like you know apple are already in the gaming industry as much as you don't want to admit it they are iphone ipad and even google as well they're already in there because of the android they are a big part of the industry and mobile gaming is becoming a more important part and you know um those games don't just appear on mobile phones they also appear as PlayStation Minis. They also mm-hmm. appear as Xbox Live Indie Games or Xbox... Some of them appear on Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network. So just because they're on an iPhone or an iPad doesn't mean the the quality isn't there. I think the problem is that there are so many bad games. Like, mm. the qu- due, due to the sheer quantity, that there are bad games. But they they charge a lot less money for them. Yeah. And I think what, what Axcom was trying to say is, like... Um, like, we don't want a situation where the big-budget, high-end games disappear because people are just buying the cheapy ones.
2: Yeah, which which very well could happen. I mean, they're already talking about um, sacrificing, like, um, having fiscal copies of games. Like, some companies are already trying to th- trying to really push the whole, like, digital-only type thing. I, I don't feel think like... that's
0: going to do much, though. I mean, that just makes the companies make more money. Yeah... The I mean the other thing well, THQ were trying to push forward a um, philosophy where they would release cheaper games that just had less content, and then if you wanted to buy the rest of the content as DLC, then you could do that. But if you didn't want to pay the extra money, then you just bought a game with less stuff to it.
2: But the thing is, is that like if I'm buying the game with less content, I expect to pay less as well. That's like, what they did. Oh, they did do that. Yeah, okay, right, never mind then. It
0: was like half the game for half the price, and if you wanted the extra half, you had to pay for it. Mm. They just gave the people that choice. That game bombed. It was MX versus ATV Alive, I believe. Mm. But, you know, that THQ are trying different avenues. They're they're seeing what people want to do. Obviously, free to play is becoming a massive thing too now. Yeah. Um you've also got companies like OnLive and yeah. GaiKai which are very very different propositions and we may see that that's the way that people go once the internet connections become better worldwide. I think the the main problem that a lot of companies have is that and this is going to stop online from going mainstream is that a lot of countries don't have the capacity for it. Yeah. And as much as I believe it was uh, the limbo developers were saying they didn't they thought the physical medium was stupid mm-hmm. Sony then replied and just said well there's a lot of countries that don't have the capacity to to do digital distribution. Yeah. They need the physical medium. Why you can't just suddenly turn around to them and say sorry guys You can't do this anymore you can't have these games to play because your country is is just a little bit behind technologically
2: yeah yeah it really is a shame but that's not i mean that's not anything to do with with this sort of thing but um i don't know um i don't know how well i mean apple apple's one thing apple they've already kind of set their they have their place in in the games industry and in the world more so but um, if like a new, new, new company came in, I don't know how well that would fare. I mean, it would have to. It would have to take a really a company that's already big. Like um, I can't even think of any.
0: Well, uh, Activision did talk about perhaps having their own platform. Really. Yep.
2: Hmm.
0: They they were before Guitar Hero went down the pan. They were considering making a standalone console to play Guitar Hero games so you wouldn't have to have a PS3 and Xbox 360 you could just have a guitar hero console huh. uh, and just plug that into your TV huh. um, but i think there are i mean like if you think about companies in the past there there were uh, numerous companies that have been pumping out handhelds for years yeah um especially in Japan most of them didn't ever achieve anything because ni- the nintendo um console at the time was just so strong but you know sega d- did it for quite a time and um they initially couldn't support it financially because it takes a lot of money to yeah. be able to do it. It's not. It's not the. It's the research that for the console that takes the most amount of money. Like Sony for the PlayStation Three, went they. They spent so much money researching it, especially because they had the Blu-ray stuff and all that stuff in there. Yeah, and I think really, like there are probably only three companies that could arguably do it, and it's more a case of would they even want to? You've got EA,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Activision, and Apple. Yeah. And you know there was the rumor about Apple just saying right we'll just we'll just buy Sony because they could afford to if they wanted to
2: hmm It's just really difficult, like it just seems that there's it really takes a powerhouse in order to in order to do that kind of thing now. Nobody knew could really just fly in unless yeah. they got bought by somebody else,
0: yeah, I mean Microsoft, if you think about Microsoft when they did the original Xbox. They spent so much money. I think for the first like four or five years, they were making losses of six billion a year, mm-hmm. just because they they knew they had to spend that, and then they had a real long term plan. And you know now they're making profit. Yeah. But it's taken them it took them a good long time before yeah, they started making definitely. returns. Definitely,
2: especially like when the PlayStation Two was out, because I remember Xbox really, really kind of faded into the background once PS2 is out and everything was just PS2, PS2, PS2. Yeah, and the same, it was the same with the GameCube as well. Like The yeah. N64
0: and the GameCube, they weren't fantastic for Nintendo, but Nintendo are very clever because they always keep their expenses very, very low. Yeah. So even when the GameCube dropped to ridiculous price, they were still making a profit off it. They pretty much yeah. just make... They mo- That's the one thing they will always do. They will always make a profit of their console, yeah. whereas Sony and Microsoft always... Well, early on, they were sell their profits for a loss. Yeah. I mean, Aaron on the forum said, in terms of companies that might jump in, I'm just going to say that we shouldn't count Google out of the fray. They have more than proved their versatility when it comes to their products. It wouldn't surprise me if Google decided to jump into the console war.
2: Mm, I don't know if I would want that. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess I could, but I don't know what they do with it. Like, I mean, they're already coming out with the... They're already coming out with a computer, aren't they? Like they're coming out with, they're going to make um, a whole like, well laptop. Well, I mean, they're. Like that. They're trying. System.
0: They're trying to uh, get their fingers into lots of different parts. I mean, they yeah. started off with um, the um, Chrome operate Chrome browser. Yeah. Uh, which was a mini operating system. And then obviously they moved to Android. Yeah. And they are developing their own operating system to compete with Microsoft. They are starting to um partner with laptop companies to make Google laptops. Mm-hmm. And they they have started hiring people f- for games related positions. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that is just to do with the Google App Store, which is yeah. Chrome. I don't know if that is just to try and find games for that or not.
2: I mean, one of the biggest complaints I hear from like Android users is that like the Android um games that are like Android focused they aren't necessarily that great compared to the Apple versions, um, but I mean, I guess if they if they really did their research, they could pretty much do anything they wanted. But yeah, I
0: mean, they could just be like Microsoft. Microsoft just yeah. threw money at it, and it and it worked out in the end. Yeah. Google <laughs> Google have more than enough money to do whatever the hell they want.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So if they wanted to come into the culture industry, if like if they saw it was a, a good avenue, then I'm sure they would do it. I think. Um, you know, there there will be signs that we can see, like, you know, if maybe they might start developing their own apps. I mean, they're already developing their own um, apps, not gaming apps, mm-hmm. but, like, applications to help people use Chrome and things like that. I don't know.
2: Um, the Ninja Max also added, um, as far as I'm concerned, Apple's, con- uh, Apple's content with being a leader in hardware and the growing public intrigue for Apple following the long dominance of Microsoft PCs in the market and as a media outlet. A multimedia outlet, I mean,
0: would you think that means that they might want to smack another nail in Microsoft's coffin?
2: <laughs> I guess so. Imagine that if like, Apple just suddenly beat out uh, Microsoft and gaming as well. Like, in, Instead of the Xbox being up there, Apple is always like, one step ahead of them.
0: It, you mean like the iPad? I mean, you've got companies now like Epic coming out and saying the iPad's got a ridiculous amount of power. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think um, John Carmack came out and said that, you know, it's not going to be too long until tablets have as much, if not more, power than consoles. Sheesh. Is that going to be the future of where we go? Who knows? I mean, um, if you look at the Wii U, it's kind of got the the controller is kind of a tablet-based system. Yeah, it is. Um, We we absolutely have no idea what the next generation Microsoft and Sony consoles are going to be like. Mm -mm. Until we see that, I, I guess we can't really comment and we should we should see stuff about that this year's e3
2: i just feel like we haven't seen enough of <laughs> it it's weird i mean they've been out forever but i feel like we still haven't seen all what this current generation can do i just still kind of feel like we haven't tapped out everything's potential especially not playstation but
0: i think it's because um people are just a little more savvy with their money now yeah because like you know before, it was always five years, and then you had a new console generation, whereas now, we were at five years, and people are just like, well, you know, I kind of want a little bit more. I don't need I don't mind console.
2: that, honestly. I think, I think I'm think i good with not having to pay another, like, $500 for a, another console.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, if, if there are any companies that you think may enter into the gaming industry, please feel free to check out the topic on the forums. It is called New Company in Gaming." question mark and it's found in the current gaming chat section so now we're going to move on to our questions and we have a bucket load of questions for you guys today so thank you very much for everyone who submitted a question hopefully yours got answered hopefully the first one is from pjk1234 who asks what are your replay policies do you replay games to get deeper into the story and get things you might have missed do you do it for trophies and achievements or do you even replay games at all
2: I definitely do. Um, I Here's my thing. Um, especially with games that are more story-focused, I'll play through the game once just to get the story, and then I'll go back and do all of the added bits. So, like, collecting trophies, collecting um, special stuff like that, like uh, with Assassin's Creed, the feathers, all those freaking feathers. And, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll go back and do all the trophy-type stuff. Right now, I'm going... I'm attempting to go back into uncharted 2 in order to get the um the trophies in hard mode but um kind of delayed a bit now <laughs> but yeah i definitely i definitely do go back
0: i would like to say at the moment that i i don't go back because i'm too busy because literally as soon as i finish <laughs> one game i have to go to another one yeah but even before that was the case i rarely replayed games really yeah i just once i play through i don't feel i need to do it again trophies and achievements changed that slightly but mm-hmm. i just look at the trophies and think do i want to do that like you know because quite a lot of them will require you to play through a game twice yeah and i'll just be thinking is the game good enough for me to warrant that probably not
2: what about like um the ultimate weapons in like uh final fantasy 10 did you just didn't care no
0: no I, I I just don't I don't really care about doing side quests and stuff like that I mm. I like to play through the story I might do the odd side quests just to waste a bit of time if I've got time on my hands but often I'll just play through the story and that's it out of the Final Fantasies for example I've played Final Fantasy 7 three times uh, very very specific uh, times in my life the two previous times were not necessarily my idea I, I was playing through them with friends at the same time um eight i've played through once nine i've played through once ten i've played through tw- three times first time because i got stuck on the final boss um instead of just grinding like any normal person would i was just yeah. like screw it, i'm starting the game again
2: yeah i know i, I did the same i
0: can't even imagine doing that now That would just be so time wasted oh, yes crazy uh and then i played through it again because um uh, my mom wanted to play through it and she wanted some assistance uh, 12 I've only played through once and 13 I've, I've played through once and a bit
2: I think I've played through all of them once except for um, well Final Fantasy 7 um, I got stuck on Hojo and um, I just got so pissed off at it that I was just like screw Final Fantasy 7 I don't like it anymore and then um, so I finally went back and I think I got to sh- the part at Shinra Tower and then I just kind of got busy doing stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy 8, I've played through once. Final Fantasy 9, I've played through once. Um, Final Fantasy 10, I've played through, like, millions of times. Final Fantasy Ten I've played through, like, millions of times. And then, um, played the first half hour of 12, got bored, stopped. And then <laughs> 13, and that's it. 12, I just, oh, that battle system i couldn't get used to it i just didn't like it
0: the the only game that i've really replayed a lot recently or actually the only two games and i don't know really what that says about me or the games hopefully they're good and i have good taste <laughs> uh it's the uncharted and uncharted 2 like i played through uncharted three times originally because i did it normal hard and then crushing mm-hmm. and then when they did the trophy patch i went back and did it on hard and crushing again <laughs> um and also to get all the treasures and then Uncharted 2, I have played through that, I think, three times at the moment. But I still need to do it on crushing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think I played um older games a lot more. I think older games typically had a lot more replay value than um, newer games, but that might just be my preference. Like, uh, if you think about, like, Sega games, Sega games you can always go back to and always just play through again and again and again. And uh, even PlayStation 1 games, I used to play a ton, like um, uh, Gex and like Crash Bandicoot, and um, I can't think of like any other games on the top of my head. Uh, Road-, <laughs> Road Rash, I believe a lot. I played that I, so I many times. Those
0: games, though, they were a lot shorter. Like, I yeah. always find that with like Streets of Rage and Sonic and Golden Axe and games like that, I can just play them for like 20 minutes. It doesn't matter how far I get into the game, I really don't care. It's just fun to play it for that short period of time yeah it's not really something you can do with modern games because in 20 minutes yeah. you can't really achieve anything
2: like sonic the hedgehog 2 is just so much fun i mean like what we would do um me and my friend carissa we would just um before we go to school every day we had enough time so we can play through like one of my sega genesis games and so we just started playing um <laughs> sorry okay i'll just take it out again So, me and my friend Carissa, like, before school every day, we would have time in the morning in order to play through, like, one game. And I swear, like, we played Sonic the Hedgehog 2, like, just every day. We would would just get, we would only get up to, like, chemical plant zone, (laughs) maybe a little further if we were lucky. Um, (laughs) Well, we were only, like, five or six. So, I mean, granted, come on. And we only had, like, 20 minutes in order to do it. Bubsy, we played through a lot as well. But
0: I think trophies and achievements have influenced how people play games a lot because, like Grand Theft Auto 4, for example, I'm sure that a lot of people carried on playing that game that wouldn't have done just so they could get the platinum trophy or the thousand achievement points.
2: Yeah.
0: And like y- the Yakuza games as well. Like there are so many things you need to do to get the trophies in those in the, in those games.
2: Persona games as well. I mean, like they're they don't not. Have trophies. They don't have trophies. I know they're all. They don't have trophies, but they do have a lot of stuff that you have to get done, like, that um, will affect the ending of the game and, like, what you see at the end. And so, I mean, not necessarily, like, the real ending, but, like, you just get extra stuff at the end if you do certain things.
0: I guess it's kind of like Final Fantasy Ten Part Two as well with the yeah. percentages that you need to do. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people did it just because, really, YouTube didn't exist at that time. yeah and um, if you wanted to view um, trailers and, and videos and stuff, it was quite difficult to find them. So you had to pretty much just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people wanted to get that 100% ending.
2: Yeah, I definitely did. But I got the 100% ending, and then I didn't play it through it again because it just didn't feel like it.
0: Good stuff. <laughs> right, so our next question comes from Corndog. This is a pretty easy question to answer I guess he asks, whatever happens to the top 100 PS2 games feature that you started a while back well we have postponed it to next year purely because we estimate that running the feature is going to take about 10 weeks and we didn't want to have that running right through the middle of Christmas Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we figured that it was probably best to just delay it until the start of next year and then run it then. So don't worry, we haven't forgotten about it. It's just been put on the back burner a little bit just because um, when we thought about the idea, the timing didn't necessarily fit that well once we actually got the 100 PST games completed. So, um, yes, apologies about that, but it's still going to happen, we promise.
2: Yep. Yep, yep. We'll keep you posted. All right, this next question is from XKen, who asks, In a game series, what do you prefer? Do you prefer sequels that come out every one or two years for story aspects, or do you prefer sequels coming out every three to four years so you can soak in and memorize all the gameplays and story aspects? I
0: think it really depends on the game. I mean, like a game like Assassin's Creed, they're currently doing them once a year, and that is still not soon enough for me. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I honestly, like, the the wait between um, Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2 was far too long for my brain. Yeah. Um, but then I think it really depends because you look at Modern Warfare and that game's coming out every year and everyone is just going, what is going on? You can't, you know, they're not doing anything. They're just really exploiting the franchise. So, like, I, I think it really depends on what the game offers. Mm-hmm. A game like Assassin's Creed is, is very, very story-driven. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, I think that plays a big part in it. People want to find out what happens. And I think the gameplay is great, but it's kind of an aside in that game somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Modern Warfare is very much about the multiplayer. Do they really need to pump it out every year? Probably not.
2: Yeah. Um, and there's also like games like um, Arkham City, like Arkham City and Sir Arkham Asylum, which don't really have that much of a running narrative. They do, but they don't. It's like, you know um they're connected but they're not it's just they i treat them as completely different games you know
0: there, there are so many just different things that people have in their mind about how things should work yeah like for example um we are now at the um a stage where we've seen three games in a franchise in one generation yeah and there is a possibility that we might even see four from certain franchises, like, you know, Uncharted 4 may happen on PS3, who knows? Yeah. Um, you've also got, like, Gears of War. Yeah. And if you think about previous generations, you know, the most we ever really saw was two most of the time. I mean, um, like, Grand Th- Gran Turismo, you had um, Grand Turismo 3 and 4. Um, GTA, we, we saw three. Yeah. Um, Halo, we only saw two. Mario, we saw, uh, I believe, two on the GameCube. No, it might, might have only been one. Um, there were two Zelda games. So I think, like, if if they stick to... It seems to be the de facto thing now is that a game comes out every one to two years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, some companies will do a game every one year. Um, and they've got around it now by... Because I think most companies um, appreciate that their development studio needs two years. Yeah. So, like, Activision, they have two different studios... So they're always kind of doing it. it's like how SquareSoft used to do Final Fantasy. You know, like one team worked on Final Fantasy Seven, and while they were doing that, the other team was working on Final Fantasy Eight. And then once Seven was released, they then moved on to Nine. It didn't work exactly like that, obviously, but it was the same kind of philosophy. Yeah. And you know, it's the same that you know, um, EA, Battlefield, and Medal of Honor are going to now rotate Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare is every two years, but then Treyarch do another one. They've they've got that kind of system working on um, other companies like Naughty Dog. They'll do um, a game every two years. Mm-hmm. Insomniac used to do a, a game every year, but it was always with a different franchise. So it was a different part of Insomniac working on it. Yeah. I think I think the two years works fine.
2: I think so. Um, I guess in some ways I kind of don't I don't want them to push them out prematurely. I think that's my that's my biggest thing is um I get really angry when a game feels like it was just rushed and thrown out the door, and like it was just a game that they just needed to make and they needed to make it now yeah. like that that really irritates me because I feel like you know what is the point of even releasing it like release it when it's ready, and you know if that takes three years, that's fine as long as we get the game that we deserve.
0: I think the cu- the problem that some companies make is that if the game has a long development cycle, take Final Fantasy 13 for example, or Versus 13, the mistake they make is announcing it early. Yeah. Because um, you know, if they hadn't said like Kingdom Hearts 3 may but be- may well be in development right now, we don't yeah. know. We don't know, and they might announce it and say it's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, that's probably a better option for for the company because it, you know Versus 13. Just look at it; it's a com- into to a complete mess. Yeah. And, and you've got like Duke Nukem Forever as well that game just kept mm. trucking and trucking and trucking and you know it works out really badly for the company in the end yeah um, you've got other ones like Resident Evil 5 for example and Resident Evil 6 we don't know when it's going to be there always used to be like a reasonable amount of time between Resident Evil games and the fans seem okay with that mm.
2: but then you have like things like uh, StarCraft where they their last game was ten like years. 10 years <laughs> and um, StarCraft 2 worked amazingly but that's also something that you have to um, kind of consider like what are the where are the big innovations that are going to go on in between that time that the game is going to go on I mean the Persona series were still on the Playstation 2 even after the Playstation 3 came out like you know um, especially when new um, consoles come out like developers really can't take that much time um, in order to um, in order to produce games, like they really have to kind of watch and make sure that like if there's any new advancement that they have they're on top of it and um, so yeah, I mean some companies like Blizzard with Starcraft 2 can make it work. but of course, like Starcraft Ghosts, they can also not work as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the the, the core thing for companies is is just the announcement because um, there's nothing wrong with franchises taking a rest. Or like just just dropping off the dropping off the radar for a while, and sometimes it can really work in their favour. Like StarCraft, for example. Yeah. You know, StarCraft just carried on going for a while, and then when they announced working on StarCraft two, oh, I think that was like eight years later or something. Mm-hmm. Everyone was suddenly like, "Wow, StarCraft two! This is gonna be absolutely amazing."
2: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: And like you look at something like Grand Theft Auto five or Grand Theft Auto PSP. You know, they announced that at the start of the PSP, it didn't come out for years, and by that point, everyone's just kind of like, "Oh, I don't care anymore."
2: Yeah, like you kind of just forget about it and I get in the, I find sometimes that I will think that a game has actually already come out but it didn't. Like if a game was announced so long ago, I'll be like, did that game, didn't that game already like get released? Oh, it's just releasing now? Really? Wow. I think it,
0: you know, like um but but say uh, Call of Duty just Activision decided to shelve it for a while. Mm-hmm. which they have with Guitar Hero, they've done it with Tony Hawk. Well, they should have done it with Tony Hawk, I don't think they have <laughs> yeah. um, If that suddenly came back in like five years' time, are people going to be like, wow, it's a new Guitar Hero game coming out? Probably not. Just like if they show Call of Duty, are they in five years' time, they're going to be wow, a new Call of Duty game. I think they ha- with those games, they, ha- they have to do it. They have to keep doing it every year just because it's the only way they can keep people interested. Yeah. There isn't that nostalgic feel. Like, you know, 20 years from now, People are still going to be talking about Resident Evil. They're still going to be talking about Final Fantasy. They're still going to be talking about Mario. They're still going to be talking about Sonic. Are they still going to be talking about Call of Duty? Maybe, but only because it sold as much as it did, not because it was an amazing game, I don't feel. I
2: don't know.
0: It it doesn't have that... the, The franchise doesn't have that nostalgic quality to it. Yeah,
2: But then, like, games like Guitar Hero, you're always going to remember as well. I mean if you have memories connected to it, I mean, like, I, think, I will always remember Guitar Hero because I played it so much when I was in university with my if friends. They were,
0: but if the, the franchise was shelved for five to ten years, would you, and they had suddenly announced that the new Guitar Hero was coming out, would you be eagerly anticipating it?
2: Mm, no, probably not. No,
0: because I think it like Modern Warfare changed a lot, but it was very much at that time. Whereas, like, if they shelved Assassin's Creed for, like, five to ten years, mm-hmm. that new game if it comes out especially if it was on a new system you could get to see how it works and and that would be something that people would really be interested in yeah sure i think it was the same with the halo games as well you know they they were very clever with how they did it because they were still releasing it they're still releasing a halo game every year but there's mm. a long gap between halo 3 and halo 4 yeah and i think you know the games that came out in between like halo wars they've got this year the halo anniversary edition um they're giving themselves time to make the game that, that people want because it's a franchise that people care about. Yeah. And I think with the, the next Xbox with the next PlayStation, they're gonna be have to be very clever about what games they want to to do because there's always that buzz about wow, what are they gonna what how is this gonna look? Like you know, like the God of War, God of War God of War Two and God of War Three. Yeah that was a massive step forward. We had a lot of franchises that were new in this generation. And this is going to be the first time when we get to see, where can this go? Yeah. Which I think is really exciting. Like, you know, everyone thinks Uncharted 3 and 2 and whatever look amazing right now. What are they going to look like on the next console generation? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Big sigh. Big breath. Who knows? I Can't wait.
2: All right. Well, this last question is from Money Donuts, who asks...
0: Money and and Donuts.
2: Money and Donuts, sorry. This question is from Money and Donuts. She asks, have you ever played this game called Shadow Hearts that was made for the PS2? It was pretty unpopular because it was released the same week as Final Fantasy X. But if you have played it, what do you think of it?
0: I haven't played it. I've, I haven't played it either. Yeah, But I do. I know about it. This is I've seen the box yeah. art before. I, I know about it because um, I used to hang around a lot on video game music websites and the soundtrack is written by Mitsuda. And so a lot of people used to harp on about how amazing the soundtrack was because of that. And um, that is what made me know about the game. I always used to think it was released by Konami. Apparently, it was released by Midway. So, apologies <laughs> for that. Um, as you said in the question, it came out at the same same time as Final Fantasy X, and um, it, it really reminds me of another game that came out at the same time as Final Fantasy XIII, which was Resonance of Fate. Um, I feel that that is the same kind of game. Yeah, it, it was a JRPG as well, made by Sega, and it. I don't know, it just... Why would you release it at the same time as probably one of the biggest RPGs of the generation?
2: Maybe just unlucky.
0: Or maybe they were trying to coattail. It seems silly. Yeah, but I always regret not playing Shadow Hearts. Um, our, our good friend Namco also recommends it all the time.
2: Mm. Yeah, I definitely need to play it. Oh, I have so many games. Maybe they'll release... With luck, they'll release an HD version. Well,
0: I don't even know who owns the rights to it anymore because Midway don't don't really exist anymore.
2: yeah. But maybe, we can always hope Shadow of the Classes is back out.
0: It is, but that's a very different game.
2: I know, but oh well. Just continue. <laughs>
0: hope. I, I think, I also want to try Lost Odyssey, slight side note there. Uh, I think that's the same kind of thing. A lot of a lot of people didn't play it because it was on the Xbox 360, and they were hoping it would go to another platform. But
2: I hear such great things about it. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's all we have for the questions this episode. If you want to get your question on next episode, then whack it in the thread. We will try to get to it. We answered four questions in this episode. So yeah, I did. it's a good chance you'll get our next episode if you put it in there. Just pose anything you want to know. Um, we will literally answer anything within reason. Within yes. reason. Yes. So this is uh, now going into our outro. <clears throat> this is where I get to tell you the fun stuff. Like you can find Minigup in the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast feed, <clears throat> which you can subscribe to on the iTunes store. You can also pick the RSS feed up on the website Ooh. or download each episode separately on GamingUnion.net.
1: hmm Yeah. Yeah.
0: While you're on the site, why not join up to the forums? Yeah. We're a lovely bunch. Um, we're currently working on our forums to make them even better. Uh, there's a new member section, which we mentioned earlier, and you can add, go through our database, add games collections in there.
2: hmm And you can talk on visitors' pages now.
0: Yeah, visitor messages. forgot to mention that earlier.
2: Yes, but um, we have that. And um, yeah, like everybody's really, really, we've always gotten complimented on um, how great our community has been. And so if you, you know, want to join up with a really great community, join up with us.
0: Feel free to comment on this episode as well.
2: Yeah, get featured on podcasts. I mean,
0: yeah, come on. Yeah, um, as I mentioned, if you want to ask us anything on the podcast, then feel free to um, post in the podcast thread. Um, they're in a slightly different place at the moment I'm going to sort that out though they should be in their own forum just look for the questions forum the next Tuesday's episode on this feed will be Final Fantasy Union which is hosted by me as well and Lauren's on there Yay. Colin too and the next mini-gup will release on the 29th of November.
2: That's so crazy. We're already getting into December. Yes. Mm.
0: If there are any changes to the schedule, we'll let you know uh, on any of the other shows or via Twitter, forums, or Facebook.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Our Twitter page is at GamingUnion, and our forum uh, and our Facebook page is forward slash GamingUnion. So that's it for this episode. It's been quite long.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, the two of us talking a lot. Yeah, hopefully
0: we didn't bore you with our mindless ranting.
2: Sorry. (laughs) We promised that uh, Colby and Colin more than likely be back next episode. Yes,
0: if not, we will beat them with sticks. Truth. Well, I'm Daryl saying goodbye.
2: And I'm Lauren saying goodbye.
0: This has been a TweaksMusic.com and GamingUnion.net production. (laughs)